Hello, everybody, and welcome to Call a Safe Point, but not for me, uh, where as much as I would love to be your caped crusader, I will settle for being your host, Tully Hodgkinson. And I'll settle for being Declan Vervancourt, I guess. Uh, today we are going to be talking about Batman Arkham Asylum, uh, one of my favorite games from when I was a kid. I mean, it was it was alright. I, I enjoyed most of it, yeah. Alright, so I guess to, to start off, Declan, I kind of want to gauge like your, uh, your overall opinion on whether or not uh, you like this game. I'd give it like a, I don't know, like an 80... 80 something around there out of a hundred like percentage of me liking it hundred being high all right all so right. it got at uh, least a b good to know do you have any history with this game prior to playing it for the show i played a very small amount of it um previously not like right when it came out because this was what 2008 came something like that yeah somewhere around there okay yeah i played it probably in mm-hmm. like 2014 i played like maybe two hours and gotcha. uh and then i stopped arkham asylum came out in 2009 so you were close okay i thought it was somewhere around there my uh my first time playing this game uh i remember i got to the the section of the game where you're going to meet uh I think it's Harley Quinn and you run into uh, Poison Ivy in her cell for the first time after she's released and you're walking past her cell into that hallway. uh, When I first played this game, that was the the first time I ever saw the Red Ring of Death on an Xbox. That is the... Oh my God. Asylum is the game I was playing when my (laughs) Xbox died on it. Really? (laughs) Yeah, I swear to God. Holy shit. And then I, I probably didn't return to it years later, because after that we got a PlayStation 3, and then that died on us, and we got another 360. Wow. That is, yeah. a, that's insane. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I probably didn't beat it for another maybe two or three years. I think I lived in uh, the house that we moved into later in life uh, when I finally beat it. Yeah. Well, completing it now was a little shaky for me, but um, after the first maybe hour, hour and a half, I pushed through. It started to have like a steady rise. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm curious to know what your like. I guess what your thoughts are, right? So I, I'm I'm a little curious because I you went into this going like pretty skeptical. Like, did your like mind change at all? Did you end up liking it? Yeah, um, I'd say that uh, the first, like, where I stopped from when I first played it, um, that whole first bit, I was still like, uh, you know, like, I don't I don't want to do this, this is boring. And then, uh, I don't know, I mean, upgrades started coming in, being able to uh, chain combos and do, like, finishers right away, and... Um, all that stuff, like quality of life things, and they started doing more like um, interesting puzzles, per, not puzzles per se, but more like like rooms that you have to uh, finish in specific ways, like ones where um, 
you'd have to ignore every single enemy except for the last one. Otherwise, like, innocents will die. Like, that stuff is cool. Yeah. You know what I mean? I... Sorry, go on. Uh, <laughs> I just wanted to talk about one more thing uh, r- really quickly that I, like, my brain hyper-fixated on that probably brought down the experience a little bit. I hate Batman's model in this game. <laughs> He's so blocky. <laughs> it is... <laughs> it is a little weird. I I do like I actually kind of like Batman's model because I feel like um part of the things I like about certain like comic book hero games is uh like especially games like uh Spider-Man 2 for the PS2 come to mind where they keep like this like the comic book aesthetic almost mm-hmm. like the the character models aren't or the characters aren't all like gritty and realistic like joker is like comic book joker and uh harley quinn is like comic book harley quinn like stuff Mm -hmm. like that i think it adds to like the like the kind of campiness almost like the game doesn't take itself too seriously but i so i i kind of appreciate batman's model because it's not like super serious and like aggressive it's kind of like 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 a little dorky almost right um, one thing I did like about the modeling, though, is uh, after like every area you go through, it gets his suit gets more and more damaged, and it stays like that through the whole game. I think that's awesome. I did notice that, like it kind of reflects the fact that he's been stuck on this island for God knows how long, and he hasn't really had any time to like fix his shit. Yeah, so like he just keeps on getting more and more like wreckage on his suit. So I. One thing I did also kind of notice that I liked is, um, like, as the game progresses, uh, there are different, like, uh, Riddler trophies and Riddler challenges that you can do. Uh, the thing that I appreciate about this game that it kind of started to incorporate was the fact that, like, it almost kind of turns those into, like, a, like a Metroidvania-esque kind of deal, where it's, like, there are certain ones that you find early on in the game um, that you can't unlock because you don't have the equipment. And because this game is sort of like a pseudo open world, uh, once you get like certain abilities, like you can go back and you can get those ones. I thought I actually kind of like that quite a bit. Like the game kind of gives you options to explore the map more. Yeah. Um, I, I noticed as well, but, um, I, (laughs) I mean, it's, it's part of his character and uh, I, I I liked that um, the Riddler every time you'd pick one up uh, would pretty much taunt you, being like, "Haha, I expected you to find that hours ago." You know? Yeah. <laughs> I like he shit talks you. Yeah. It's like even a toddler could find that one. Mhm. I, I like that shit. How do Just you... like little things. Yeah, it was it was kind of nice. Did you like? Did you ever go out of your way to collect any of those? Like, did you feel the necessity to kind of like? stick around a certain area and find them no (laughs) did you collect any of them or like just kind of i ignored them and leave them even if i went event and saw it i wouldn't even pick it up no i'm just kidding i (laughs) i picked the ones that were my direct path yeah i don't i went out of my way to collect a couple of them just because i was interested but i'm usually not one to like do collectibles but i thought it was kind of cool to like they you they would use some of them as like avenues to explore what your new abilities can do you know like um like when you get the bat claw or whatever like there's a couple around that 
first area you get them where you can like pull down walls to collect them and stuff like that. I kind of appreciated that. It's like a like a Mario quality. Like whenever Mario gives you a new ability, it like teaches you how to do it with certain objectives you can do. Yeah. Like uh I mean swinging back <laughs> no pun intended, but with like with a grappling hook. Uh I remember going to uh, take out some snipers in some of the towers outside and uh, going directly up to the top of the tower and there's just a really trophy. I was like, oh, okay, <laughs> I grabbed that. Uh, one thing I really liked, though, was uh, the the tapes. Like the uh, oh, oh, yeah, interviews. like the, the audio reels. Yeah, I, I really liked coming across those and listening to them. I thought that was a great touch. Those were fun, too, yeah. Some of them were pretty dark, though. Did you, like... I think there was, like, a... Like, a Scarecrow one where he's recording it and he just, like, killed a, a doctor who was doing his psych evaluation and the cops, like, break into the room and they're like, what have you done to this doctor or whatever? And I was like, Jesus. Oh, yeah, I heard that one, yeah. Grim. That uh, was dark. One, one that stuck out to me was, uh... One of Zaz's ones. Um... Mm. where like the the couple uh, um couple of them progressed into this one where it's like he meets this uh female doctor and uh he wants to put her mark on it and then a couple ones later he's like freaking out like just saying like I, I i want the mark i want the mark and then he freaks out like that mm-hmm. like that was crazy i like that though yeah it like they 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 tell like a story of some of the characters and even characters that you aren't encountering throughout the game that like maybe you wouldn't have gotten through just regular gameplay it's kind of fun like a fun way to like expand on the the lore for maybe some people who don't like maybe read the comics or aren't as familiar with batman i thought that was really interesting right like i have a very face value look at batman i i, I like i was a typical like oh, batman's cool like kid in high school but i never like watched it or not I, I watched like the dark knight series i'm i'm very very like i'm i'm a poser dude <laughs> like i i, I watched the dark knight <laughs> i i watched all the dark knight movies and uh i read maybe like a handful of the comics but i don't know anything other than that i barely scratch the surface in that so like those character bios and everything like that was i actually read through all of them because uh it was mm-hmm. interesting yeah, I, I'm kind of the same way. I'm not, like, super into comics, like, whether that be Marvel or DC or any other uh, thing. So I, I kind of get that, like, going into it uh, and not really knowing anything. I knew some stuff, like, uh, I like I knew, like, like bits and pieces here of, like, stuff that they'd know, like, uh, uh, like, things that they would mention. I'd be like, oh, I know, I know what that means. But for the most part, I was pretty out of touch with like uh like just the the comic book lore that they throw at you in general so i'm curious to know uh how do you did you like the like the the combat and the gameplay in general like how do you think that felt it was fun um it's like it's a very combo breakery kind of thing just you know mm-hmm. keep going as much as you can um get a high combo that kind of thing but um you know it was okay the only issue i ran into was uh 
feel like they fall on the ground like idiots. <laughs> yeah. And then, and then they like wait before they get back up, and I'm like, how am I supposed to keep my combo going if they're on the floor? And I lose it immediately, and I'm mm-hmm. like, shit. Like, I, I want to get my free flow 10 achievement on Steam. Are you kidding me? I need that. <laughs> yeah, um, sometimes the combat is a little uh, janky like that. Like, the characters take too long to get back up, and I felt like the combo goes away maybe a little too quick, but that just yeah. made me. Uh, one enemy I did actually enjoy fighting, which at first I thought I was going to dread, were the uh, like super venom- venomed up guys. I actually oh, yeah. liked fighting them and like like luring them out and then riding them to fight everyone else. I thought that was fun. Yeah, those areas of the game, especially like the the later ones where there's like it's a room full of dudes and then there's a big guy like just getting on top of him after you've like knocked him down enough and having him like swing to take out a bunch of enemies, that was super fun. I liked yeah. that section a lot. Very satisfying. I think that saved half of the combat for me because that would always bring an interesting twist when there was like extra people and then it's like big badass dude Mm -hmm. one thing uh that i thought was a little disappointing that uh it kind of actually reminds me of another game x-men origins wolverine is uh it it kind of runs into the issue of after a certain point there isn't like a ton of variety like uh the bosses for the most part other than maybe like the poison ivy fight are all relatively the same you know what i mean Mm -hmm. like the first real boss you encounter is bane and bane's whole deal is like he charges at you you throw a battering at his face and then you punch him a bit because it stuns him that kind of turns into just like a mini boss that keeps appearing throughout the game and for the most part that's kind of like the main boss fight that you do until you get to the ivy fight and then even the Joker fight is kind of the same. Like, he doesn't really do anything. He just kind of sends his goons after you, and then you pull him down with your bat claw, and then he swings at you a couple times, and then he just sends more goons at you. Like, the combat itself is good, but the the lack of variety, I felt, with, uh, was a little disappointing. Yeah, um, Joker fight was super underwhelming, and it felt very rushed, in my opinion. Because that was just, like, at the end of the game. That that was it. Um, yeah. And, like, it, it's like a, you know, rule of threes boss fight. You pull him down a couple times, and that's it. Mm-hmm. I wonder where that trope comes from. Because, uh, all, like, all of the boss fights in this game, even, like, the mini bosses, like, the big guys that you fight, like, their health bar is in sections of three. Mm. Like, and I know, like, obviously Mario does this, like hundreds of other games have done this i'm i'm curious to know like where this like weird rule of three boss fight comes from i have no idea it might have started in um mario but i doubt it um i just you know it's it's obviously something that has worked for developers so far so Mm -hmm. like it's not necessarily bad but i think the way, like it's it seems weird for this game to have that kind of mechanic like yeah. it almost takes you out of it because you're just like oh this is just another like standard video game boss fight you know mm-hmm. um a boss fight that stuck out poison ivies though like i spent probably two of my 10 hours of gameplay in that spot 
I kept dying. Yeah, I also had a lot of problems with that fight too. Like dodging the like the the spores she shoots at you gets to be kind of hard, especially if you're trying to like throw the batarang at her. Yeah, because like, you don't have enough time, and then you like double tap A, and Batman doesn't do anything because you weren't moving in a direction fast enough after sh- throwing the batarang. I just get fucked. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm glad to know you also had a ton of trouble with that fight because I I I struggled with that one for quite a bit. I, I'm glad to know you did too because I was sitting there like, am I stupid? Like, <laughs> <laughs> am I am I the worst I, gamer of all time? Are you kidding me? <laughs> I don't remember having that much trouble with it when I was a kid. I feel like when I was a kid, that was super easy. And then going into it for this playthrough, I was like, I I think I'm just dumb. Like, am I doing something wrong? I thought that if you came out of your room while I was playing it, you were going to come and make fun of me for fucking it up so much. (laughs) No, dude, it's like Apex. We're cringe now, now that we're older. (laughs) Apparently. Like, we're just, we're not gamers anymore. Dude. Should we, I guess we have to... Should we just end the show? Like, does that mean we have to, if we're not true gamers, should we even have a gaming podcast? Yeah, we better end the show and start doing a croquet podcast or something. Croquet? Yeah. You know? I... <laughs> Maybe that'll be the next game we cover on the show is croquet. Horseback riding or some shit. <laughs> I don't know. I think for now we can keep the show. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of uh, Poison Ivy, though, Holy shit, was her design, like, on point, dog. Same thing with Harley Quinn, too. Yeah. Uh, I I don't know about you, but their designs are, like, like weirdly horny. Mega horny. That's why they're on point, man. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> the whole time, I was so confused by Poison Ivy's outfit because they give her, like, a prison-issued coat, but it's, it's like, the way it... it, it, it fits her is just like i don't like is that how the coat is supposed to work and if like why would they give her a coat if that's all it's supposed to do like it it barely it's like a a crop top and it's it's so fucking weird to me like it you could argue that it suits her character because she's supposed to be super seductive with her pheromones something i picked up something i picked up in the bios because i didn't know that shit from before i just thought she was a plant (laughs) <laughs> but um yeah i mean you could argue that she's trying to look more you know sex appealing for the guards because you know some of the tapes also hinted towards that but you know that's true but like why would the prison issue her a coat that looks like that i don't know maybe it's like some maybe it's just me being weird but i i thought that the the, the, the design of her coat was was weird dude bitches grass panties what are you talking about well, that, that's, <laughs> I can't, I, listen, I, I can't argue the semantics of her outfit that she creates. I can, however, argue the semantics of a, a prison-issued jacket that looks the way it does. That's true, that's true. But other than the coat, I, I like, I do thoroughly enjoy um, how, like, the characters, uh, like, all look in this game. Yeah, um, Batman, super grizzled, man. His fucking jawline's crazy. (laughs) (laughs) How, did you like the the voice acting? I thought it was all done especially well in this game. Yeah, it it was all very good. I I liked it. It seemed like no one really missed a beat. It was done 
fairly well, I believe. Yeah, I I would agree with you there. I the one thing that I always liked about this game is the fact that the voice actors, uh, at least a couple of them, I don't know if it's the case for all of them, but a lot of them are pulled from uh, the the Batman animated TV series. So, like, Joker is played by Mark Hamill, and uh, the guy who plays Batman escapes my name, but he's played by the same guy in that show. So it's really fun to, like, play through the game, and it's almost like like an episode out of the show, you know what I mean? Because all mm-hmm. these voice actors are so familiar. I, I really like that stuff. Yeah, definitely. And, like, some of the characters are just done, like, super well. Like, uh, I, I really liked the, the section of the game with Killer Croc, because, like, his voice would, like, reverberate through the, the sewers and you were never able to see him because he was always under the water. And it created mm-hmm. this atmosphere of, like, dread because you never knew when he was going to pop up. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, in that section, I kind of just... It, it was scary the first time. And then I was like, oh, I just got to aim my battering. So it got mm-hmm. less it got less scary. But his voice did do a lot for um, any kind of dread I was feeling. Mm-hmm. The like the death scenes in the game too, I thought were really fun, cause like, uh, for those who don't know, when you die, it's like, um, it's like a a scene where whatever character happened to kill you like shows up and they have like a little quip, and I thought that was really fun that they like they use that opportunity to not just like eh whatever Batman's dead and then a game over screen pops up, but it's like an in game representation of like uh like when you die like what that character would have to say to batman as he's like dying and i thought that was really fun because a lot of those are super interesting like uh all of all of scarecrow's uh stuff i really liked like whenever you would die he would be like uh and at the end of fear oblivion and then he like fades into the darkness and all you see is the glow of his like hand i thought Mm -hmm. that stuff was really fun that is nice speaking Mm -hmm. of death though uh, I remember you walked in when I was doing this specific part. Remember when I was like, hey, if I if I uh, grapple up to that ledge, will that sniper still see me? <laughs> and uh, I grappled up after you said, no, they won't be able to see you. I grappled up. He shot me. I was like, holy shit. Got up, <laughs> knocked him out, dived past another bullet uh, to kick his ass and then you were like man pretty well executed and then i got shot in the side of the head as i was pausing <laughs> to get up to do whatever you wanted me to do yeah <laughs> that sucked like a sniper from a different tower just took you out yeah after i you're completely feeling, demolished those other guys feeling so badass that you pulled off something super legit and then just get blasted yeah like it was as i was like the it paused and as it was like the screen was pausing you could see batman his head fly off or not fly off but like fly over to the side and i was like oh god no <laughs> it was so well timed because it was as i was saying like man that was pretty good and then you just get fucked up <laughs> it was so fucking good i was super pissed off after that i was like oh, damn it <laughs> So I I'm curious to know like what was your like favorite area of the game? Oh man, that's tough. Uh, I I want to say the botanical gardens because it just had like a really like awesome atmosphere. But 
I also want to say the uh, the manor. Mm, yep. Especially during that scarecrow sequence too, because I uh, I remember I opened up my map during it and it said Wayne Manor and I was like, what the? Mm-hmm. That's not it. That's not right. I was like, oh, I'm in a scarecrow sequence. <laughs> All the scarecrow sequences in this game are really fun. I like those a lot because it like it it like it represents like the the classic like every Batman story has to have the origin. Like it it does that without doing it almost, especially in that second one where you're in Wayne Manor and it's like you're walking down the halls and then you hear your parents talking. And then the game like flashes and you're back in that the alleyway and your parents are like dead on the ground and Bruce is like a kid again. Like you're walking as like little kid Bruce and then uh, you walk back down the alleyway and you're walking through the the police station where uh, you're talking to Commissioner Gordon and it's so like well done. Like without Bruce ever saying a word, like it 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 like demonstrates so well like the the trauma that like losing his parents and the fact that like scarecrow's gas like brings out your deepest darkest fear and the fact that this is always the thing his brain wants to come back to is his dead parents it's so like visceral and very well done yeah um speaking of that gas um and it's supposed to bring out your deepest fears right Mm-hmm. So why is Batman terrified of skeletons? I think that was just meant to be like an in-game representation of the, like the guys he's fighting. Yeah, I know. But why is he? Why is he scared one. of them, dude? I don't think he's scared of them. I think that is just like the game needing a way to represent <laughs> like Batman fighting enemies. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> I just thought it was funny. I was sitting there. I was like, <laughs> man. Batman's really scared of these skeletons. Uh, it's terrifying, especially the ones with claymores. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's just having, he's just having like a, like t- two of his biggest fears are uh, being alone and the the cemetery area uh, in Dark Souls One. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm just imagining Batman sitting in a corner like crying like no not the skeletons no they have swords (laughs) (laughs) don't come near me (laughs) i think that's really funny oh my god poor batman (laughs) i know he's just afraid of dying alone like his and then his parents are dead and we're just making fun of him for being afraid of skeletons yeah you know what i thought was gonna happen throughout this entire game what the second you uh, batman was like I've, I've got a bat cave out in uh arkham i was like oh shit he's gonna walk in and the joker's already gonna be in control of it <laughs> but it never <laughs> happens yeah i i, I, I thought I for sure that it really felt like i i mean i don't again i don't know the like comics lore so maybe he does actually have one in arkham but it, it was kind of weird to be like, oh, I, I happen to have this Batcave that I was working on. It was a little, I felt like it was a little convenient. Yeah. So I thought they were going to counteract that with the second visit, since he disengaged the the security systems that, like, Joker or some of the goons were going to be in there. But nope. Uh-huh. They weren't. <laughs> 
Joker went, like, I feel like a little too underutilized, despite the fact yeah. that he's, like, the big bad of the game. Like, they just kind of resigned him to being, like, this, uh, like, just a guy on the comms, or just, like, a guy on a TV who talks to you sometimes. I thought that was a little disappointing. Cool thing about that, though, was uh, during the stealth fighting sections where everyone was armed, if you, t- if you silently took some of the guys out, Joker would be like, are you guys blind? <laughs> There's a guy dead That's up at true. the top. And then they'd run to him. The Joker's I... right. What the hell? I think that was awesome. Yeah. I did really like that. Like, they use Joker, like, acknowledging the fact that he's just, like, the guy, like, the guy on the computer. Like, they use him to ramp up the difficulty in the stealth sections. I thought that was super fun. That yeah. was really cool. Yeah, I really like that. The stealth sections in general, though, were kind of, like, iffy for me. Because I felt like they weren't ever true stealth sections. Because, like, obviously you had the stealth takedowns on the ground. But, like, when you were, like, on a gargoyle and you had the option to just, like, do the inverted takedown and, like, drop down on a guy and pick him up. Like, they would, like, scream. And there was, no one like, would care. You... Yeah. <laughs> well, no, they would care is the thing. And then they'd fucking spot you and you'd get lit up. Like, the game doesn't... Like, it provides you with one option to do stealth takedowns, and sometimes the game sets it up in a way where those aren't possible, so you have to use the inverted takedowns on the gargoyles, and then the game tries to fuck you over because those aren't technically stealth takedowns, you know what I mean? I thought that was kind of annoying. I never ran into that issue because I would do the inverted takedown and immediately change gargoyles. Right, but sometimes you couldn't do it quick enough, you know what I mean? That's the issue I had. Alright. I mean... It's, it's, I guess it, we probably have different play styles. So, like, some of these things you're saying it did not, like, affect me at all, so I'm a little confused. But uh, I, mm-hmm. I'd i like to say I get what you mean, but uh, I, I've i literally never ran into that. Yeah, I, like, it wasn't a big problem. Like, it maybe happened to me a couple of times, but the times that it did were particularly annoying. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, for the most part, I had a pretty fine experience with the, the stealth sections. But there were there were a handful of times where it was like, okay, well, this is... I feel like I'm being set up to fail here, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They put bombs on the gargoyles got, one time. That that area was fucking annoying. I hated that. I, I didn't have any issues in that area. I just hit out on the floor. Mm. Yeah, I... I, I I didn't, like, struggle with it. I just thought it was annoying because it was, like, the one thing the game gives you is, like, an opportunity to, to, like, hide and plan your attack. It takes away from you, which, I mean, I'm glad they only did it once because if they had done it for the rest of the game, that would have fucking sucked. But, I mean, it, it was what it was. I don't really hate it nor love it. You see, the difference between me and you, Batman, is I'm a gamer. You're cringe. Is that what? That's is my. That what Joaquin Phoenix is gonna say to the to the <laughs> whoever plays Batman in Joker Two? Yeah. <laughs> no, that's that's what I I came across when I went to the visitor center. That's what that's what he said. Oh, gotcha. <laughs> How? Uh, you know what? Uh, part of the game I thought was particularly cool. What the. The section of the game, it's, I don't remember which, uh, like, which part of the game it is, 
Um, but it's one of the scarecrow sections where like the game glitches out and then all of a sudden you're playing as Joker. Oh yeah. Yep. That section of the game was so fucking cool. Cause like you're walking down the hall and it's basically just like the, the opening intro of the game where you're escorting Joker through, uh, Arkham. Mm-hmm. But then all of a sudden the game transfers you back to Batman's perspective and Joker goes to shoot you and then he kills you. It gives you game over screen. The death, yeah, in the game over screen, it gives you like a tip and it's like, oh, use the <laughs> left stick to dodge out of Joker's way. And then yeah. it resumes gameplay. That was so fucking cool. I yeah, loved awesome. how that was. It was like, like a, like probably one of the most interesting like fourth wall breaks i've ever seen in a video game i thought that was so fucking cool i wish more games would do that yeah i think using like scarecrow's fear gas as like a an avenue to 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 pull off like a fourth wall break like that i i really thought that was super fun Mm -hmm. no uh I, i thought it was cool though like all in all when uh Oh man, Oracle. That's uh that's Commissioner Gordon's daughter. Um mm-hmm. when Batman thinks Gordon's dead because of the fear gas in the first one. And he's like Oh yeah. And 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 then when he goes to tell Oracle, it's like uh, please leave a message at the tone and then he's like, Oracle, are you getting me? It says, Please shut up. <laughs> and I was like, Oh my god. Yeah. Like the game, like just the scarecrow sections in general are pro- like easily my favorite part of this game because they're just so well done. Mm-hmm. Like something about them, like the the fourth wall breaks or all the times where like it fucks with like it not only fucks with Batman but at certain points it kind of fucks with you. Like mm-hmm. the the screen starts to tilt and like uh, the sections where um, like the character models will flash between Batman and Scarecrow. Like, mm-hmm. I I really appreciated those parts of the game just because they're so, like, they're so far out there from what the rest of the game is. For real. How, um, how long did it take you to, to beat? Ten hours, I think, about. Mm-hmm. This game is a lot shorter than I remember. I feel like I remember it being a little longer. Yeah, I mean... And again, it... it it took me years to beat in the first place. So maybe that's, that's just me. That's true. Um, I got a question though. How did you like the new enemies that they introduced like halfway through the game? Like the crazy dudes that would just run at you? Um, this playthrough, I didn't have like a ton of trouble with them. I shouldn't say trouble, but when I was a kid, that section of the game where they first show up scared the shit out of me. True, yeah. That's right before, like, Harley Quinn and Poison Ivy and stuff. Um, mm-hmm. I was like, they're going to open the cell blocks. Man, this is going to suck. And then we went through it, and they did open them up, but Batman's not immediately affected by it, so. Yeah, that that section of the game scared the shit out of me as a kid. But what I do appreciate about it, and this also kind of uh, comes into play when... Uh, Joker injects Poison Ivy with the the Titan that he's making. Oh yeah. Is like throughout the game obviously you're jumping but like you're going between building and building uh on Arkham Island and every time you like leave some of these areas like new enemies will show up, right? Like 
even early in the game, like after a certain point, uh, enemies will have like weapons in the sniper towers or like the, the lunatics show up at a certain point or like Ivy's plants like infect the whole island and it changes like certain parts of the landscape. I thought that was really interesting that the game uses like certain story beats as an avenue to like change, like again, the landscape of the, the map. I really like that. You know, I actually like the weapon that I hated was the uh, the the stun batons. When they those were annoying. Yeah, because you can't uh, like attack them head on. You have to like jump over them mm-hmm. or block one of their attacks or something. And then they just like they fall down. You go back to the other eighty enemies that you have to fight in one one go because this is later game. And then they just pick it up again. And I'm like, oh. I. I kind of like the the stun batons, though, because it was like, after a certain point in the game, the combat did kind of get to be like a tad repetitive, like not enough for me to dread it, but I was kind of like, okay, this is the same deal. So it was mm-hmm. kind of nice for them to throw in like, uh, like the big guys at some point or uh, the guys with the knives or the stun batons, because it, it kind of, it makes you think about things a little bit more, you know? Mm-hmm. What I did... Some of my favorite parts of this game, though, were when, like, you would get a a combo going, and you got it really high, and then it was just, like, you had, like, six guys around you, and every time was just, like, a one-punch knockout, one-punch, 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 and it would give you, like, the the knockout noise, just, like, back-to-back-to-back-to-back. Those, that was always really satisfying to me. Yeah. I'd always, uh, use the, like, instant knockouts immediately, just, like, fire them off. Mm -hmm. I I wasn't confident fun i wasn't confident i could keep the um combo going because of them all falling over for 10 minutes at a time (laughs) Mm -hmm. the it was kind of it is kind of difficult to keep those combos going but when you can and you get like a really good one going the the combat is actually really satisfying Mm -hmm. i think like later games have kind of improved on it like the the later uh arkham games or even um Spider-Man PS4 and I believe Miles Morales all have like the a similar combat style uh, but th- this game for kind of not inventing it I should say but like iterating on like a, a combo based beat em up so well I think it does a really good job yeah it, it does a it does what it aims to do you know mm-hmm. the combat <laughs> Batman yeah, punchy sure. punch Batman. <laughs> should we should we talk about all the things that make you feel like Batman in this game? Gliding, punching, <laughs> grapple, uh, getting hurt makes me feel like Batman. <laughs> dead parents. That's are your parent your parents aren't dead. Both of them are alive and healthy. But. Batman's parents are, and I'd like to roleplay. Fair enough. Uh, <laughs> I guess for those who don't know, <laughs> do your parents listen to this show? <laughs> no. <laughs> hopefully Good. they hopefully they never listen to this one. I didn't mean it. Sorry, sorry, mom. <laughs> I don't. I don't want to kill you. But I mean, Christ. duty calls, gotta be Batman, right, IGN? I guess so. 
<laughs> but uh, for those who don't know, when this game came out, um, like all of the the game publishers, like somewhere in their review said it makes you feel like Batman. Uh, there's a YouTuber video game donkey who does a, a video and he mentions it and it's 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 a it's a pretty ridiculous meme because it's it kind of like shows the like ridiculousness that some like video game publisher or not publishers but um like news outlets will go to to just spit out a review I have I have a, a big issue with certain uh like a like video game reviewers like some of them are just kind of whatever you know yeah every single superhero game of all time makes you feel like that superhero in IGN's mm. perspective IGN specifically can fuck clean off yeah cause they just they describe fucking Pokemon Alpha Sapphire as having too much water <laughs> a game where the legendary Pokemon is a water type Pokemon and it's like, it's on fucking island. Who you? It it rains too much when Kyogre is trying to make everything water. Oh no! Yeah, fuck IGN. Yeah, that's that is call a save point, but not for me. Stance on IGN. Fuck IGN. Call a save point. Stance on foe. It's all right. <laughs> <laughs> Are we just gonna take stances now for the last twenty minutes of the show? Yeah. <laughs> Oh, Jesus man. Christ. Well, do you have anything else on uh, Batman? No. Uh, I was actually kind of surprised. We, like, I thought I would have a lot more to say about this game, but, uh, I mean, it's good. Don't get me wrong, but, I mean, it it, it, it kind of just is what it is, you know? Like, it's just a Batman game. Yeah. And it's a lot of fun, uh, but it, it definitely does have its problems. Yeah. I mean, hey... Batman. Wait, actually, I almost forgot. Uh, Declan, uh-huh. Slapper Cap. Oh. Uh, for the soundtrack? Yeah. Uh, I mean, I'd give that a cap. Like, it wasn't very prominent for me. I I kind of agree. Like, it, it, it is, like, it, it's just kind of there, you know? Like, yeah, there really I'm... isn't anything, like, like cool to it it just mm-hmm. kind of exists i'm trying to think uh, of like a specific song i remember but i don't i just remember horns yeah you know? <laughs> that's that's kind of the whole, the whole soundtrack like there's nothing really to it like the, I mean, the soundtrack it, this isn't one of those games where the soundtrack necessarily needs to take like the forefront of the game though you know uh but okay now i actually don't have anything uh, else to say all i'll say is i like this game a lot um, but it, it, it definitely has its problems. Um, but yeah, I, I like it. I don't think it makes you feel like Batman necessarily, but I think it's fun to play as Batman. True. I, I would recommend it if you like Batman, because it is probably a fangasm for you. You'd love it. Um, mm-hmm. other than that, I mean, if you're not a Batman fan and you're thinking about playing a Batman game, why? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> if you want to play it, you want to play it. I'd, I'd recommend it. <laughs> okay. Just why? 
Well, uh... Declan. What? Wait, guess what? What? We have our first listener question. That's true, we do. Um, unfortunately, we, it's we, from a friend. But, you know. Hey, hey. I'll take it, yeah, alright? We'll take what it we was, can get. We didn't even have to ask her to do it. She just did it. So, uh, shout out to you. Um, this question comes from our friend, Ari. Uh, and she she did exactly what we asked. She signed it with the Nintendo seal of approval and everything. That she did. She titles the, the email, Epic Gamer Question. <laughs> she says, Hello gamers, here's an epic random question. What is your favorite video game soundtrack? I really enjoy the swag podcast, Keep Up the Good Work. Well, thank you. Thank you for your listener question. And thank you for signing it exactly how we told you to i didn't think anyone would do it <laughs> thank you Th- thanks for the question yeah uh would you like to go first so uh actually i was gonna have you go first okay uh well this is a very tough question um i really enjoy um persona three through four soundtrack quite a bit um mm-hmm. but also all of the legend of zelda games i i just love music in general so it's a very tough question but i think definitively i'm gonna say that i like the persona 3 soundtrack the most how about you uh for me oh, this is also kind of a tough question um the doom the doom soundtracks like for the the newer games those are mm. really fucking cool uh those are like two of the soundtracks that kind of come to mind when i think of like gaming soundtracks like just as ones that are like so fucking good uh but i think for me it's probably final fantasy 7 i think like it like all of the soundtracks or all of the songs from that soundtrack are just so memorable Mm -hmm. and you can like place where all of them are in the game so for me it's got to be final fantasy 7 definitely another good one's hades too that one's really hades is also really good there are so many good game soundtracks. It's hard to pin one down. Mm-hmm. For but, sure. But yeah. I guess I... Is there like a, a, a game that you have like your least favorite soundtrack in? Least favorite soundtrack. Uh, that one's difficult too because... Um, oh, I know. Uh, it's it's got to be Harry Potter Quidditch Cup because I can't stand that game in general. <laughs> 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 I was not expecting that. <laughs> it, a lot of it is just uh, clapping and cheering from the audience. <laughs> oh my god, that's fucking fantastic! Oh no 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 no! I change I change my my one tenfold. Sorry. <laughs> um. Mother 2, Earthbound, that is the best soundtrack of all time. You can't even come out with that. I love that so much. I thought you were going to say that's your worst soundtrack. No, I'm like, sorry. I'm surprised because I hear that people love that game soundtrack. I, I'm taking that back. I love Earthbound soundtrack so much. It's so good. It is amazing. <laughs> oh, my God. I love it so much. All right. Sounds good. All right. So I'm going to announce right. the next game. Are you ready? Yeah, I'm super excited. Okay. Man. You know, Tully, making a podcast is really hard, man. Wouldn't you agree? Yeah. 
it, yeah, it's it, it's pretty difficult at times. You know, like saying things to people and editing and, you know, taking all these things into account, getting things to upload on your RSS feed because sometimes it doesn't work. You know, all this stuff uh -huh. is very hard. Uh-oh. Man, I really wish I had something to tie this into in, like, a real-world perspective. <laughs> Something yeah. that I can, like, draw this line to. Maybe I should ask IGN for help. Uh-oh. Oh! Wow. Content creation is just like... That's like the dark souls of online activity. Holy <laughs> shit. So, yeah. We'll be playing Dark Souls 1. Uh, that was so much setup. <laughs> I know. I, I was thinking about that for, like, days, dude. That's fucking awesome. <laughs> oh, all of our stupid bits are just going to tie back to IGN, huh? <laughs> <laughs> well, you did the one on IGN, and I was like, I'm going to do that plus one. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so we're playing Dark Souls, huh? Yeah. All right. <laughs> and, and like I said the other I'm day... I'm down for that. I, I don't even know if I want to play it right now. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, we're we're going to be making it through. That's fucking awesome. Sweet. All right. Well, that's the next game, and that's today's show, everybody. This one was also kind of a, a shorter one. But, uh, yeah, so um, I guess we'll start out with this. Uh, if anyone else wants to send in questions, uh, please do. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, and you can send them to callasavepointpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, we also have a Twitter uh, and that is, uh, what is it? At call a save point. You think I'd remember that by now, but I don't. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, so go follow us on Twitter and send us your listener questions. Cause we'd love to hear from you. And, uh, that's it. Please follow us. Please, 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 please follow us. Please, <laughs> please, 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 please. Oh. I forgot what? our other uh, listener question. Um, oh, we no, have another one? I don't, I don't suck toes. Oh, yeah. Uh, everyone, that's, that's, uh, everyone of my debatable. family on, uh, that is on Twitter uh, tweeted that at me, uh, and so did Declan. Uh, no, I don't suck toes. <laughs> also, I want to say that definitively. I do not <laughs> suck toes. Yes, you do, dude. I do I, I not. I saw it. That's how we're going to end the show. Okay. Bye, um, everybody. Bye. <laughs>